Live from Boca Raton, welcome back to the Global Tehillim and Chizik Daily Call. On behalf of EOU, this is Naftali Herman. It's great to be back with each and every one of you. As always, thank you so much for joining the program and for making it a part of your day on Yom Sheni, the second day of the month of Sivan. Today is the 46th day of the Omer, or just a few days away from Shavuot. Thank you to our incredible and generous sponsors for their continued support, and whose names are prominently listed in the OU Daily email. To sponsor upcoming programs, please visit OU.org forward slash call. Please note the deadline to submit a dedication for tomorrow's program is today at 5 p.m. Eastern. I apologize that the archive has not been updated. We've actually been dealing with a bunch of technical issues, um, but we are on top of it, and as soon as we find a solution, um, all of those um, recordings will be up and will be accessible on demand. Just be, please be patient with us as we're trying to resolve that issue. On behalf of the OU, it is my esteemed honor to welcome back to the Daily Call and introduce Rabbi Ariel Rakovsky of Congregation Shari Tila of Dallas in Dallas, Texas, to share the Shizik, which will be immediately followed by Rabbi Rakovsky slowly reciting our daily four chapters of Tehillim, Tarek Chaf, Chaf Gimel, Kuf Chabalat and Kuf Lamed, those are chapters 20, 23, 121, and 130. They'll be followed by the Mishaber Acholim with a sizable pause to insert the names of those whom we are davening for. Rabbi Rakovsky will conclude with the recitation of Achinu. The Chavod, with great honor, Rabbi Rakovsky. Thank you, Naftali. It is, as always, a privilege to be with you. Please forgive a lingering cough from a recent illness. My uh, a, a friend of mine shared with me a memorable story from his days at Yeshivat Kotel. You know, in Israel and in Spartac communities in the diaspora, they dochen every single day. And at Yeshivat Kotel, there were and are many Kohanim. But the Kohanim were way outnumbered by the Levian. There's a lot of jockeying, pushing, and shoving by the Levian to be able to get in and wash the hands of the Kohanim often where there is an imbalance in numbers between Levian, where the Levian outnumber the Kohanim, they have to split up the, the, the duties and the hands of a single Kohen. And so that's why I always announce that Kohanim and Levian should leave quietly to prepare for Duchening to make sure that there is less chaos. In any event, my friend is a Kohen, and one day he is getting ready to turn around from the washing station, and he saw that it was getting so crowded that a friend of his was also calling, was elbowing Levium out of the way. But she kept doing it until he turned around and he saw who was there. And to his chagrin, his friend realized that the lazy he had just shoved aside violently to be able to get to the Zuchet was none other than Rabbi Vigdar Nevensal Shlita, the chief rabbi of the old city, the foremost Talmud of Roshlomo Zalman Orbach. A Kohen nowadays is far more about the restrictions, it seems, than privileges, but the duchening is still a big deal. It's the only way a yeshiva guy who doesn't know very much can be waited on and have his hands washed by one of the greatest Torah scholars of the generation. The way God's blessings are channeled down to us. In this week's Sedra, in, or next week's Sedra, really, not so, there, it, it, it mentions this, but there is a curious aspect to duchening. The Torah introduces the commandment of the Duchening with the bracha, with the phrase, Say to them, 
code of who this is how you should bless them. What does this mean? In what way should you bless them? Rashi explains that the Kohen is supposed to bless the Jewish people, the Lev Shalem, with a full heart. In fact, this is enshrined in the text of the blessings the Kohanim say before Duchni. That Hashem sanctified the Kohanim with the sanctity of Aaron. And he commanded us to bless the Jewish people with love. A friend of mine once pointed out that it's actually also enshrined in the text of the Torah. Amor lahem. Amor, of course, the Spanish word for love. The halacha is that if there is someone in the seaboard whom the Kohen despises, or if there is a Kohen who is reviled by or ostracized from the community, the Kohen is not allowed to duchen unless and until he makes amends. I have a friend who is a Kohen of very illustrious lineage. And he makes sure that before he ascends the podium, wherever he is to be duchening, he makes sure to forgive and the seaboard that he is, if there's anybody there who may have wronged him, and to pray that hopefully the, it goes the other direction as well. Why is it so important for the Kohen to love the people he blesses, the Lev Shalem? Perhaps we can suggest an answer based on the placement of the Birkas Kohanim. If you look at all the mitzvahs in Parshas Naso that involve Kohanim, a clear picture emerges about the kind of people the Kohen came into contact with every day. The Tsarua, the Zav, the Tamela Nefesh, people have irregular discharges from their body. People who came in contact with dead bodies, representing the absence of life. People who committed any of the heinous sins that would bring about Tzarah. Then the Torah talks about Gezel Hager, which describes the role of a Kohen in dealing with a lowlife who would steal from the most vulnerable Jew of all. A Jew by choice who has no family, limited social circle, doesn't have necessarily as much influence or protection in society. Then the Torah describes the role of the Kohen in mediating a Sota situation, in which he has to deal with potentially adulterous wives and already jealous husbands. And then the Torah describes the enigmatic condition of the Nazir, a person who took a potentially laudable step of adding sanctity to his or her life and maybe succeeded, or maybe he or she couldn't seal the deal whether because they were to, couldn't con- let their hair grow out, they came in contact with a corpse and falls the coin to deal with this religious experiment and potentially its failure. And after dealing with all these people, the coin may have feel that he's got himself really dirty. It would be easy for him to take an extraordinarily dim view of the people whose emissary he is, seeing them as nothing but thieves, narcissists, adulterers, liars, or drunkards. And the Torah comes to warn against that kind of attitude for a Kohen or for anyone, no matter what the sin is, no matter who the sinner is. The Kohen has to make sure that he never sinks into hatred and negativity, never gets overly cynical or judgmental, always looks at the bigger picture, the positive, as a way of countering the negative, because it is the Kohen's job to effectuate the positive. And if he cannot, he has to realize that it is clouding his judgment, preventing him from doing his job. The lesson of the Kohen's feelings is an important challenge for all of us. We hear the term Avas Yisrael bandied about so often as to be functionally meaningless. In our minds, it seems like it's synonymous with some nebulous good feeling, perhaps induced by singing or some trouble. We just feel sort of this vaguely good feeling about other Jews. Or we think it means looking past iniquities or philosophical differences so that everyone will just get along. Or that this person is such a holy person, forget about everything else. The Kohen's blessing, the Kohen's bracha teaches that it is the opposite that is the case. 
The calling is coming into contact with people who did commit a variety of antisocial sins, who did show off religiously when it was inappropriate to do so, who did trespass physical and spiritual boundaries, yet he still had to find it in his heart to bless them and to help them. Loving other Jews does not mean that we have to agree with them, and it doesn't mean that we need to turn a blind eye when they do wrong or even sit by passively and be quiet about it or pretend it doesn't exist. The Cohen's job was to set these individuals straight. Many people, tend, who especially returnees to Judaism, develop a euphoric perspective on Judaism that's nowhere near the reality. And we have to make sure that that's not the case. We have to, we should make sure that we are not just looking past wrongdoing, but that we love other Jews despite and being fully acknowledged, fully knowledgeable of it. It's easy to have a vague feeling of goodwill towards someone when you know nothing about them, or at least not enough to lose respect for them. But when you love a person like that, you don't really love a person. You love the idea of that person. The real indicator of love is when you know that person extraordinarily well, and you still love them, not because of, not, not despite who they are, but because of it, warts and all. The same barometer a Kohen has to apply to other Jews is the one we are challenged to apply to the people, especially those we are closest to, because no one can drive us crazier than those we love the most, those who are closest, a spouse, a child, um, a dear friend who we think is making a mistake, and no one can disappoint us more than those people as well. The challenge of the Birkas climbing is to make sure that we use discernment and judgment, intelligently not letting trespasses slide if it's appropriate to say something, never sacrificing our values and principles, and not losing our sense of right and wrong. But we must still make sure to feel the love of, and compassion for the same people. And if we are able to learn this lesson, we will merit the ultimate bracha of the Kohanim. Isa Hashem Panav Elecha, the Yasem Lecha Shalom. We're now going to recite Tehillim. We begin with Psalm 20, Perak Chaf. I will recite it slowly. And then we will recite the other chapters as well. Continue with chapter 
הנה לא ינום ולא יישן שומע על ישראל. על ינוי שמרך, על ינוי צבך, על יד ימינך. למען השמש לא יככה וירח בלילה. על ינוי ישמורך מקורא, ישמור את נפשך. על ינוי ישמור צאצך ובייך מעתה ועד עולם. Finally, we continue with chapter 130. Continue with the Mishaberach Lecholim. Mishaberach Avoseinu Avraham, Yitzhak V'Yaakov, Moshe V'Aron, David Ushlomo Huivarech V'Yerapei Es Ha'cholim. הקדוש ברוך הוא ימורי רחמים עליהם, ואחלימם ולאפרסם ולאחזיקם ולחייתם. ישלח להם מהרה רפואה שלמה מן השמיים, לאכול איבריהם ולכל גידיהם בתור שער חולי ישראל רפואת הנפש ורפואת הגוף. השדו בעגלו ובזמן קריב, ונאמר אמן. אמן. Looking forward to having you back on the program, please God, Amir Hashem, in the near future. To learn more with and about Rabbi Rakovsky and his wonderful community, please check out sharitfila.org. We hope and pray that all of our collective efforts for safety, strength, and a refuah for all those in need will be answered, the tova for good. Please join us again for our next scheduled program tomorrow on Tuesday at 1 p.m. Eastern. With hearts full of faith, stay strong, hopeful, and optimistic. Wishing everyone a wonderful, healthy, and safe day.